Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January 18th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I am uh, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I think I had the volume all the way up. Blew my eardrums out with that, Brendan. Even more than usual. I apologize. I keep those those uh, fancy headphones you got. Did you shout on that one? I'm hurting. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I, no, I'm not good. I'm down. I'm very sad. Very, very sad. Actually. That, that was a real kick in the pants today. You got some tough, tough breaks. Yeah. I, uh, that one hurts, man. It hurts a lot. The Browns, you know, I'm really happy. We played deep into January. It was really fun having football around, but I, I don't know. It was just there for us. We got the breaks on this one. Uh, although, we got a horrible break on a missed call, helmet to helmet. You know, I don't want to blame the refs. There's always bad plays, but that really kind of could be the difference in a five-point loss. Um, I don't know. It hurts, man. I, it really, I'm pretty down sad about it. Um, just because, like, you know, we weren't supposed to beat the Chiefs. I didn't have high expectations. But, like, people saying, like, oh, it's just this is the beginning. We'll be back. It's like, no. Like, you don't know that in sports anymore, right? I mean, especially in the NFL. Like Mahomes got hurt and you got to take that. You got to take advantage of that. You got to take that, that break. We got it. And, uh, felt like we were going to score every time we had the ball. We just were going so slow. Um, but felt I felt mean, like you're every time you had the ball, but you didn't score every time you had the ball. Well, I meant like once the game had switched, it felt like in the second you half, that but versus real, <laughs> uh, that's true. So, anyways, I I don't know. Mahomes, I mean, the, yeah, this was a chance that I was so enthusiastic and giddy about. Honestly, more than anything, the the, the prospect of a Browns Bills AFC title game really sort of wet my appetite. Like that, almost more than even just the Browns the, themselves advancing. Having this party of Browns Bills was just sounded like such an enticing, uh, pro, you know, prospect, but. I don't know. I don't have any great outrage. I'm yeah. what? Are you joining Bill's Mafia now? Oh yeah, absolutely. My brethren on the lake, Lake Erie, the best Great Lake, as I've known to argue. <laughs> um, That's, it's by far the worst Great Lake. <laughs> Superior is by far the best Great Lake, uh, and that's not even a question. Yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. Well. I don't know. I'm happy we got this far, but I just felt like it, this was a real opportunity to do something and we blew it. And, uh, you know, whatever. I, I'm pissed about the refs missing that call. That that was another whistle happy in the second game, you know, doing a bunch of these helmet to helmet hits that aren't nearly as bad as that one that changed the outcome. But I don't know. It, we'll be back, I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe Baker's the one that get hurts, gets hurt next time. Mahomes might own the AFC for the next 10 years. I don't know. This was just a shot to do something. But very exciting to have football around in uh, in January. So it was a good run. Anything else? 
That's it. I don't have a lot of outrage. I don't have a lot of screaming. I'm I'm down, but I'm, I'm grateful I got to watch it today. Um, Sony Open. Should we get to the golf? Sure. I did get Sumo Citruses. Wife picked them up, brought them home, like right as the game was ending, and I was throwing things off the wall and beating myself up. So Sumo Citrus. We're moving on. Moving on to Sumo Citrus season. I, I, I told you I get double the order, double amount, and so we're stocked up nice and well. Appreciate everybody sending those in. And uh, we're the fruit podcast as much as we are golf podcast. A lot of people sending their that they seem to be plentiful everywhere. They you know, well. Let me tell you, I was playing golf with somebody today who said he'd never had a sumo citrus. He looked at me and, and I, he, we were talking earlier and he told me where he, he lived and I happened to pick up my sumos at the Whole Foods in his neighborhood. Okay. And I said, well, you're in luck. You can stop <laughs> on your way home at the Whole Foods. And, Did uh, you know this person sumos. well? Or was this like a No, person? I met him today. He might think you're not. You're giving him fruit recommendations unsolicited out there on the golf course. Like, what's this guy telling me to go to my grocery store and get these oranges? It's like, well, I was playing with somebody else who was backing up my claims, telling oh, okay. me that okay. you know they were so happy that I brought sumo citrus into their life. Okay, fantastic. Everybody seems to be happy about it. Enjoy them. No, no negative reviews. I mean, Much like I don't know what the anybody that dislikes sumo citrus clearly doesn't understand its its virtues okay how long do we have before this door gets slammed on us Isn't like it probably month? three months oh three months okay all right That's i remember because it was still rolling into quarantine last year i, I think you're right it was okay. it kind of died out i remember it died out in in the early quarantine so you got till mid-march okay fantastic all right well we're on let's move on to the sony open you know, I don't think there's a distance issue in golf. We got Kevin Na winning. We got Brian Gay winning. Say, that's what the is perfect, it? perfect way to cor- correlate some random outcome. Into, I, into I saw it thing. already being that seeding out there, that argument. He's like, "What this? Like, you know, these guys came into the came into the league, came onto the tour in 2000, and they're still winning. 2002, they're still winning. What what are we talking about? Where this?" You know, Brian Gay and Brendan Todd and and Kevin Nod. It's like uh, that's it's such a cherry in, in the picking. Fried eggs, in the fried egg Slack channel. I actually legitimately made a joke right after, saying, "You know, Kevin Nod winning proves there's no distance." <laughs> right. right. It's unbelievable. It wasn't Neiman hitting seven one seven one into a five into a par five. You know the scoring. Yeah. The, the scoring average, I saw this, and it's everywhere. Golf Digest where I pulled it from. But scoring average on Saturday was a 66.66. It was the lowest single-round scoring average on a PGA Tour event in 18 years. Last time uh, it was that low was the Bob Hope in 03. Um, the players so, are just so much better. That's the reality. Well, they're better athletes, right? So anyways, it was good, good for Kevin Na. I, I'm not a particularly big Kevin Na fan. He just irks me a little bit in the same way maybe Paul Casey does, to be quite honest with you. I don't know. This is just unsolicited distaste for someone, but he, I don't know. He bugs me a little bit, uh, but good for him. He's now in the Ricky zone, or as you call it, the, the sw- Swedish pancake club. He's won four times in four years. I think it's years. Could be seasons. I don't know. Time is just 
not really a construct the PGA Tour operates under, but he's won four seasons at a minimum, um, which I saw. I think Sean Martin shared DJ and maybe Bryson are the only ones to win in those consecutive stretches. So that that was, you know, he got the first one a long yeah, time. Four, four wins since July of 2018. He won Greenbrier. He won Colonial. He won Sony. So he's getting these, you know, he talked about this after the beats. Yeah. What do you but, mean? So he's won four times since July of 2018. Not a lot of guys have done that. That's true. That's For true. example, Rory has only won five times in that span. Okay. Pretty good. It's not bad, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, he, he's picking off these venues, right? Where he needs to reference this again. He's like, I know I can only, I, I can really compete at certain subset and we just named them colonial wildlife greenbrier another rainer right a little bit of rainer at, at uh, greenbrier it was just no longer on the yeah rip. yeah it's an old mac old, uh, yeah old white it's mcdonald rainer so he's now one on both of those um and and he's got that famous quote or not famous but famous here about after beth pages like i had zero chance to win there similar to what kisner said last week and so when we go to Colonial, I got to put the pedal down. And he did that this week at, at Wiley. Um 21 under. Did they? So I'll go through what we liked. I, I love that he's in the Ricky zone. Now, can we, can we, Ricky can we might be in the Nas zone. zone. Okay. Well, yeah. What do you the want? Swedish Pancake Club? Yeah. I did a little research. Great. Can't I, wait. Anybody, I want to pull this all together. I can't believe there's not a website that has... The ability. I've looked all over the internet to sort by like PGA Tour wins, and I can't just get a list of players that have won five times. How is that possible? Are you sure they don't have that on Wikipedia? I thought they have that on Wikipedia. No, it only goes to like you. You get to like fifteen wins. It's like crazy. Oh. It's only like the top guys. Okay. I don't. I don't have interest in the top guys. That's the easy stuff. You know, everybody knows that stuff. Sure. I want to know the about the Swedish Pancake Club. So I I did some research. So we got and obviously Carl Pedersen, the namesake, the logo of the Swedish Pancake Club. Hey, while we're on the subject of Pedersen, the belly boy, the belly potter, I got a note on Brett Ogle, just a quick note, clean up, that he allegedly tried a broomstick chipper <laughs> when he was battling the yips from our Flashback Friday subject. It was like an eight iron with the double grip and the extended shaft and the Australian tour, Australasia tour. immediately like, no, absolutely not. The broomstick chipper. Anyways, sorry for the for the digression, but that that's looks like he was got creative trying to battle the yips. But back to Pedersen and his broomstick. All right, so he's got five. Swedish Pancake Club. Yep. Brian Gay. Swedish Pancake Club member. Recent, member of the pancake. recent addition, if I'm not mistaken, right? Bermuda yeah. put him in there? Okay. Ricky, Kevin Na, Leishman. Uh-oh. This is five PGA Tour wins, not worldwide wins. Okay. The always quotable Billy Ho. Oh. Billy Horschel. He got a lot of publicity this week. They were asking people about WGC. He was first in line. Just the spokesman for all matters on the tour. Do you think he like goes into the media center and says, "Hey guys, I'm mean? here. I'm ready to talk about anything you want." I don't. I don't understand. I mean, half the time. I mean, this this week he was kind of in contention, so I could see media requests. But 
a lot of times it's just pre pre tournament stuff. He was yeah. All right, so he's got he's got five wins. Five wins. I guess a couple. They're counting the Zurich. Yeah, you gotta count that. Who did he win that with? I don't even remember that. I think he won it with Piercy. Oh, okay, okay. Um, um, I wonder if Ryan Pol- Moore Polo should get rid of Billy Ho then by association, winning that with Piercy. Um, all right, Ryan Moore, he's got five. <laughs> the uh, he's resting up for the FedEx Cup, so probably won't see him add to that total. <laughs> resting Scott up for WD. Okay, one is an amateur, right? One of those five is an it was an amateur. Yeah. Right? Okay. I that one I just it just popped in my head. I bet, I was like, I bet Scott Verplank had around five wins. <laughs> just went and looked. I went and looked, and sure enough, he did. And Another hunt. name that popped into my head uh, is that in that vein was Little Sluman. He had six. Okay. Just avoid barely avoided the Pancake Club. And then the last one that I found, you know, this was in about twenty minutes of research. The Pace Car has oh. five wins. JB Holmes. That sounds about right. God. So if you have a major as one of the five, are you eligible for the Pancake Club? That seems disqualifying in my opinion. Or is it just well, Gary five? Well, Woodland five? has four four PGA Tour wins, and one of them's the U.S. Open. Okay, but so are you in the Pancake? A, a major being a major champion just seems, you know, just incongruous with the Pancake Club and those names you just listed off. Right? The pancake club stacked. All right. It's, it's five is five. Come at the pancake Doesn't matter. Club. Okay. All right. All right. I love the Ricky zone just being redefined as as the pancake club. And I love that anytime anybody gets close to like, you know, five or he's one shy of Ricky, he's now past Ricky, he's now matched Ricky. This is just always the measuring stick. So congrats. The thing to- is that not Nas don't are not as impressive as Ricky's. I mean, but players. I just think that there needs to be some delineation of events. Like, you know, not just wins these cheapos, you know, oh. these nobody feels. Oh. It's just not the same. Yeah, I suppose he does. I think you should get also like your exemption should change. If you win a event that's kind of shitty, this event wasn't that shitty, but if you win a shitty event, you should only get like 18 months of exemption. Did you think this was good? A good tournament? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I saw you tweet I the Sony always delivers or something. It's always good on Sunday. A lot of traffic, you mean? A lot of yeah. jostling? I wasn't too engaged, but I also had the Browns to worry about. Kind of. I mean, it goes back to when Fabian Gomez uh, outdueled CB twenty twenty sixteen. You know, that. I forgot about that. Um, all right, what else did we like from this? It's always it's always sad when you have to wave the the great W trees goodbye. So I mentioned that to my wife, thinking she might be interested. It's like she doesn't care about the golf. It's like, hey, you see the W trees? They like made those because the course starts with wildlife. Because it's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Why are you telling me this? I'm not interested in that at all. You know what's funny? And then they started talking about it in the broadcast. And I was like, oh, did you hear that? Such an interesting fact, Brenda. Just making fun of me. It's like, I don't know. I know you didn't want to hear anything about the golf. I figured I'd mention the trees because they talk about them nonstop. We sat down for dinner. 
and and I don't know. I think Neiman was on on sixteen. Yeah. And I saw the W trees, and I literally almost said the exact same thing to Kaylee tonight. And I and then I thought to myself, I go, I'm not gonna say this. I I think that it, it's not gonna go well if I say this. It did not go well. I thought she might be of moderate interest in it because it wasn't a golf thing. She just. It's like what? Are you, why are you talking to me about this? Uh, I was I was waiting for my wife to be like, "Hey, do those trees make a W?" <laughs> like that's what I was. I yeah. was kind of sitting waiting. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she might observe that. Um, okay, what else did we like from the day? Any more thoughts on Nah? You, I mean, I mean, it's pretty incredible that he's won four events since, since July of 2018. Yeah. He's a really good player. Always has been. You know, he's good at everything too. You know. Yeah. I just hate the, and it's not his fault. It's all the the media, the aggregators with the quick walking walk in. I, yeah, I'm <laughs> so over that. Just being his only like defining character trait. It seems like. Well, his old defining character trait was that he took three minutes to Waggle. hit a golf ball. Yeah, Mister Waggle, <laughs> and yeah, You're right. And then there's the TPC San Antonio incident. Right, that was. I mean, those were the hits. That's what you got. Uh, what else did I like from this? Chris Kirk. This is a very great story. One to really be engaged on Sunday. Um, it's his last week of a major medical. He needed a two-way tie for third or better to extend, uh, and he finished in a tie for second. Just went. I think he went 65-65 all four to 65-65 and gets to second place. Uh, doesn't, you know, this is his last start on the MME. So he seems like a good dude. He does, you know, like, I think I'd like to hang out with Chris Kirk. Yeah, sure. I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. He does seem like a good dude with some good perspective on things. They had Brendan Todd kind of running out to, to congratulate him on, and getting what he needed to, on his last start. That is a real Hudson Harris thing going on there with them. Todd and uh... yeah, Kirk. Like they just—I mean, you could interchange. They're almost same build. They were showing them same build, same sort of monotone, uh, deadpan expression. Uh, I think they're the other Georgia version of Hudson and Harris, Kirk and Todd. Uh, but congrats to him. That was a really cool story. They live to in Sea Island too, right? I Both think, of them. I think so. Yeah, I believe so. I'm driving through Sea Island uh, this week. You are? Are you going to stop? No, I'm not stopping. So uh, do, you, do you have to drive through it? I don't know. You're probably driving near it, by it, around it. I can't imagine you're driving through it unless you're purposely going there to stop. No. Go look I'm at the big ship through. off in the water that's sunk. Try to tell Kaylee about it. Tell her, just like, keep your eyes on the road and just keep driving. Um <laughs> Like the W tree. What else? People want us to talk about web sub sunscreen. We got several messages. You have to talk about web sunscreen. He didn't rub it, it in. Like it's kind of getting thick too. <laughs> you notice that? Well, he's got the thick boy beard. Um, you know, the thick boys put on just to cover up maybe a little little extra pounds in the face. Uh, but yeah, he had sunscreen. It's not rubbed in. I, I you know what? I don't care. I can't fault them for that. As someone, the most, the more, the most tedious thing about having kids might be putting sunscreen on them every day in the summer. 
So I just, at some point, you just stop rubbing it in. So I'm, I'm happy for him. I don't care about his sunscreen not being rubbed in. You think he's putting on pounds? He's just looking thicker than he used to. I mean, he's he's a thirty, he's a middle you know, thirty-five year old man. It's understandable. Five kids, six kids, maybe. So, um, what else? Scoring average is way down. Nick Nick Hardy, thirteen. Off the Monday Monday, T, maybe T fourteen. Good for Nick Hardy. In the game within the game, Hideki beat Sergio, I think, by a shot on the green. Sergio lost like one and a half shots or something. Hideki lost only a half. What did we bet? I was going to get you some food item that you liked. Probably sugar at this point. I'll I'll get you. I'll buy you and have you sent to wherever you're headed. You choose. Not too expensive, hopefully. Um, So you won that one. Kyle Morikawa also, if you'll believe it or not, finished ahead of Brian Stewart. So you beat me. Yeah, Stewart finished about 70th. I don't know. He made the cut somewhere in there. 40 to 47, T47 for Brian Stewart. So, um, All right. What, I did, what we didn't like. Did they have preemptive preferred lies going on today? Did you see that? I did not see that. So they played the ball up because they thought it might rain. They thought storms were coming, potentially bad storms or lots of rain. I know they got overnight rain on Friday. So they just did this preemptive preferred lies because they thought they were going to have storms, you know, in the back half of the final round. This came after Saturday when the scoring average was the lowest in a PGA Tour event in 18 years. Do you have any reaction to that? It's ridiculous. It's really unbelievable. I don't. It's barely golf. You guys are here. You're, you're hearing them talk about the grandstands. You talk. We could get in a Nick Taylor drop now if you want. I mean, you saw Taylor's drop on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Ball. What do you think of that? Dive bombing OB hard. Gets saved by this fence. Then the same fence that keeps him out. You know, prevents a, an OB ball. He gets a. I don't understand that. Why you'd get a drop from that? It's like in anybody that plays a, a golf course with like a chain link fang, fence that's out of bounds a lot. That's like the out of bounds line, and you don't get to move it. You got to play. You got to figure out yeah. a way to play. You have to fi- you play left handed or whatever it may be. I grew up playing a golf course that had a fence. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, it just it, whenever I was near it, it sucked. Well, that's the. He explained in theory he was going to play a left sh- a left-handed shot. I I it still hasn't been sufficiently explained to me because I don't think there is a sufficient explanation. In theory he was going to play a left-handed draw up to the green. And the fence was an immovable obstruction. In theory, right? So if that's obstructing the shot he could so it's relying all on intent. And what he's saying he could do. Or, yeah, that's the shot I'm going to play, actually. No, it's not. I mean, you, you should just have to punch a left-hander, dribble it out, right? Um, yeah. Or hit backwards or whatever it is. So he, he says he's going to do that. And then you not only get the drop that's two club lengths, you get a drop that's like, you know, on the other side of the fairway. Uh, and then, of course, he turns around, hits a righty, and, and makes a, I think he made a birdie, maybe a par. Can't remember what it was, but... Uh, that was just that combined with the preferred lies, the preempt. It was just like, we're back. 
under we're back under lup the lup regime quickly um they did say it was playing firmer until of course the, the rain came but just the taylor ruling and the whole the, the ball in hand stuff today was a, a little dispiriting but how little it was on on saturday was kind of ridiculous what do you mean television just the cover yeah like i didn't watch it it was my wife's birthday full disclosure you know but I, I saw this all week, like people, tr- it, you're in Hawaii, you could have, like, I don't understand, I guess this is, and somebody would reply, that's not the way the TV contract works. Yeah, you should but have like, eight hours of golf running. What what else are you doing on Golf Channel? Like, you don't you don't have anything else going on. I, I mean. There's no other tournaments. That would be it's good. just kind of ridiculous. Another billion dollars in rights or something they'd probably have to pay for, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> Like, what else is going on? Drew Brees looking melancholy on the bench. I think he's throwing two interceptions here to give it away. Give away the, the game. Um, That's good. I, the, Buck, the Bucks, I think, had, I was thinking about it. They got a better chance of beating the, beating the Packers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't need it. Could be a disastrous year for me. Why? Worse than twenty twenty. <laughs> Worse than twenty twenty couldn't be. Anyway, we're on to bigger, better things. Um. All right. So what else did I like? That yeah. So anyways, just it just felt like they were given the the grandstand quotes from Friday or Thursday when. Cam Smith. Someone else uh, uh, came up and said, yeah, we'd love to use the grandstand. It's just like we're making this as easy as possible for the very best talents in the world, whether it's drops or ball in hand. Like, do you ever play um, lift clean in place on your own? Like, unless you're if, if unless you're in a competition, like how, how many no. how many weekend players rank amateurs play lift clean in place ever? How often does that happen? Never. You might go to some dog track that like just has poor, you have know, really poor drainage, and you just decide a hole in. Like, all right, you know, you can clean it, put or that's standing water, all that. But that never happens with the best players in the world. I get the frustration of mud balls, but it, this was preemptive. I don't know, bugs me. We're making it the easiest possible for the very best talents in the world. Um, and we're not trying to embarrass them. It's just you know, maybe make it so guys shoot sixty five. Four days in a row doesn't Brendan, win. Let me ask you a question. In any other sport, when are you the most impressed? Challenge. Seeing the exceptional talents separate in a, a particularly trying or challenging circumstance, right? So I mean, like an incredible catch in the end zone with one hand. Or, yeah, not to, not to hit a sore spot like Aaron Rodgers when he threads it like some ridiculous throw. That's when you're most impressed when he gets he could have said Patrick double, Mahomes double coverage. So yeah, Mahomes when he has to when he takes it down sidearm to throw it around Miles Garrett. Like that is when you are at your most. You see the elite separate themselves in a way that you you know you don't think was possible or or is this is the same with equipment. This is why they should go back to persimmon heads. For the same exact reason, because you watch it and you say, "God, that's unbelievable! I can't believe he did that." Again, we realize that's with the old equipment. Like it is possible to hit it three hundred five yards, right? Three hundred twenty yards. That's that is 
a fact. But the issue that we're losing sight of is all the mishits, right? That that which occur out on tour, which would occur out on tour, like that that are really covered up now, right? You know, just yeah. wail away, and the mishit doesn't happen. Anyways, we, we don't we don't need to go down that path. But what else didn't we like? Um, t- Taylor dropped Brendan Steele. I mean, how about how about that? I do you think it's because the cortex lost power? Coming down the stretch, he. Gravity I core feel bad for the guy. You know, fellow Brendan spells it the right way. Everything plays the game the right way. Spells his name the right way. Um, I. He doesn't seem to have a ton of closing ability lately. At least not there. He, there, something must happen. I feel like he's he's just a fall guy. Safe and play. then, like Sony, then he gets to Sony, plays decent until probably about the desert, and then it's over. <laughs> then he just falls off a cliff the rest of the year. I feel like that's the the year on repeat for Brendan Steele. So he's won two Safeways and the Texas Open once. So, ah, he might be on the all time Texas Open uh, power rankings someday. Someday he can aspire to be that. All right, so so feel bad for him. What else did I like? Oh, this Peter Malnati quote. Did you see this? Peppy Peter. Uh-oh. Did I see this? Peppy Peter. Feels like a direct shot at you, maybe. Uh, I absolutely hate it. This is Brentley Romine with the transcript. I think it was Friday. I absolutely hate it when I'm watching golf on TV, which is rare. And I hear the commentators say, oh, this course is all about angles. Angles don't mean anything when you fly to the hole and land it next to the hole. Angles aren't important. Uh, so again, sort of hitting at the game that the tour plays, just fly to the hole. Every shot, fly it, fly it. Dart, dartboard here, dartboard there. Um, I would imagine you have a bone to pick with that quote. I mean, it, I'd say that at a lot of PGA Tour uh, events and and courses, yeah, angles don't matter. And setups when you're playing ball in hand, angles matter less. <laughs> I would say that there's a lot of places that angles do matter, and under the right circumstance conditions, they do matter still. Yep. And then for 99 percent of players who aren't on tour, angles do matter. Um. So, yeah, I would, I would just say that. It seems like it's a little unrealistic to suggest that. Well, maybe not unrealistic, just unfortunate to just say, you know, you just fly it to the hole and land it next to the hole every time. It would seem to Darts. intimate that they're not playing too much ground game or firm and fast of any kind. Um, but that's Peppy Peter's opinion. Thank you for his. You see, he's a Lou Malnati's guy. Kind of disappoints me. He's his son. No, he's he's sponsored by Lou Malnati's. I'm sure Peppy called Peppy Peter called him, just like the the waiter from uh, Office Space, uh, Chachi or whatever Chachi. Chachi, yeah, yeah. Chachi. probably called him. Up. Hey, my last name's Malnati too. <laughs> give me a give me a sponsorship. Is Lou Malnati's good, or is it just overhyped? Nice. It's delicious. Oh, it is. Okay, good. Get your... It's very good. All right. All right. Underrated is Lou Malnati's thin crust pizza. Oh, okay. All right. It's better than New York style pizza. Okay. We don't need to get into all that. But uh, where did Peppy Peter finish, anyways, after that? I don't know. 
That's what you got. We should update every Sunday night show with what, how Peter Malnati finished from here for the rest of the year. Peter no, Malnati, T14, Mr. Opposite <laughs> Field. We could make the segment brought to you by Bixby. Okay. Brought to you by the Shotgun Start Blunt. All right, you have a Dump in the Cup nominee. Oh, let me see. Do you have one? I would suggest Steele is probably pushing up against it. He kind of booted it away with the 69. What was... We got another message. We got messages about people being angry at graphics about the players. Like, they shot 61. This is where they hit 61 today. I guess they kept showing that. Like, you know, whatever. Some putt on 16. Like, he's at 61. This is what he took all day yesterday. But Steele, I would say, is a, is a candidate for potential dump in the cup. How about Neiman? He might be the took the cup. He's shooting up the board. Third. I don't think he has a win. I think he's third in the FedEx Cup. We had Bones on the Bones on the uh, broadcast at the end just saying every putt is for FedEx Cup points and how seriously he takes these points. So Bones has been Bones has been programmed well now to push the Courier Cup. But you know, uh I'm gonna say Aaron Badley took a dump in the cup. Okay. Shot two over on Sunday to tumble down to forty first. It was. I think he couldn't deal with the pressure of being featured in the SGS Instagram. You know, I found a ton. I I went down the rabbit hole when I was doing the Brett Ogle research, and I found like some battley quotes. I think it was two thousand. He'd already won the Australian Open, and he was leading. I believe leading at Sony. And he said, Tiger is the goal. I'm coming for Tiger. It was just, it was in Sports Illustrated. And of course, like a lot of people would say that, like I, I, I'm coming to knock off Tiger. It was just, it was interesting reading these, these old, like 2000 Sports Illustrated. But how, how far down did he fall? Uh, he ended up 41st. Okay. okay. I mean, I think he was like one of a few scorers over par. Okay. I think he was the only guy over par 72 that finished 41st or better today. Okay. All right. So there's your dump in the cup. Uh, Another guy that shot over par that was, you know, somewhat in it was Kokrak, your boy. Oh, God. You know how I, I asked if, I wonder if he's a Browns fan the other day. Someone sent me, friend of the program and a fellow Browns fan. Sent me video of Brown's game he was at where Kokrak was on the field with the microphone trying to pump up the crowd. I mean, this was before he won, like last season. And got like no reaction because nobody knows who the hell he is. And then in the background of this video, someone's like, who the hell's that guy? There's a fan overheard on the cell phone video. <laughs> Made me feel quite bad for Jason Kokrak. Cleveland's own, even though they don't know it. But uh, yeah, he was over part of that. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> did you see? Did you see? Uh, Who's that Will guy? Nice, Will Nice tweeted this from the Friday account that Trainer finished last in strokes gained approach and first in strokes gained around the green. Oh, God. Had to do a lot of work, huh? Yeah. Uh, all right. News. I got some fun. Ryan Stewart, 47. I got some fun news. Got a tip. May or may not be true. Little tip: They're apparently putting thirty feet. Yeah, yeah, probably thirty extra feet on the Harbor Town range net to Bryson 
as a response to Bryson hitting it over the net. They're working on it there now. Bryson is I got look at all these costs, these unseen costs because of the ball going too far. You know, the Wingfoot had to change its range. Houston, they had to change their range at both US Opens. Uh, you know, all these you know, venues are having to you know put in new nets, higher nets, more land. I don't know. It's just it's interesting. It's it's a lot of cost going into keeping up with the ball. I got something about that. What? A little scuttlebutt. What? A little water cooler talk. Yeah. The uh, Kiowa Island PGA host. Yeah. At the end of its range, at about 320 yards. Oh, God. They're going to have a big spectator tent for uh, the balls for the ninth hole. Flying into them? Oh, yeah. So they're going to have to put up a huge net. No? I don't know. I think they're just going to leave the tent. The tent. Bryce is just going to be bombing it into the spectators. Really? I have to sign a waiver before you go sit up in those that that grandstand. So he's going to cut. I think he's going to go cut some out of the tent. So it's looking at like an adjacent hole. Yeah, the range. range. Okay. Yeah, so the range goes like the way that place is is like kind of like more like a links course where it's really narrow. Narrow. Front nine plays out and back. Yep. But the range plays out to like it almost butts up on the ninth hole. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That could get a little dicey then. They gotta figure out a solution. They better put There's another... no space. They have very limited space for grandstands already. So it's like they need they need as many grandstands as they can get, assuming they're gonna have some fans. I was gonna there. say we're gonna have fans. Maybe that's one you can just you know, cut back on for fear of a lawsuit. Um all right, or or fear of the two and a half hour drives, and we got to figure that out. By the way, I was thinking about that. Where we're gonna stay? What we're gonna do? We got to be on the island. We can't. We can't be off. I can't do two hour drives in. Yeah, yeah. I sure, agree. people want to hear this. All right. So yeah, new net coming at Harbor Town. Uh, Bryson had a quote on brain training. It's frontal lobe having issues in the back end. That came on Friday night. Not really on our cycle of recording, but um, yeah. I don't know. It just sounds a lot of words to some call. I don't know what he was doing. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of words. To describe Always a lot. what seems to be a, um, a gastrointestinal issue. <laughs> Thanks to a protein shake. From, from drinking 12 protein shakes a day. <laughs> a lot of fancy words. And last but not least, this also came Friday night, probably the most substantive news of the week and development, but, you know, we're a few days removed from it. Polo, or Ralph Lauren. What's the difference? I don't know what the difference is. Ralph Lauren drops Justin Thomas, announced late on a Friday news dump. Um, I think, uh, I don't know, a lot of people were surprised by this. There There was a debate, an argument over it, and predictably, you know, kind of tedious arguments about whether it was right, wrong. Aside from that, I think whatever side you're on in that debate, I think everyone was surprised and shocked. You know, this felt like a thing that was kind of, for better or worse and worse, was dying off and moving on. Um, And maybe not. It just felt like that. But this certainly makes it a bigger story and prolongs and extends it. And, you know, actions have consequences. And this was a consequence for JT. Uh, I think 
you know, there's a lot of whataboutism and, and people maybe rightly pointing out that Polo subsists on a lot of sweatshop labor too. They have their own skeletons and their own mistakes. Um, I was just, I was just surprised. That's all. I was, I was, sh- I was shocked. That felt like a strong partnership. It's a very visible one. Maybe there's financial implications behind it, but you know, I, I was, I was surprised that that came down. I don't think. Well, I think, be- I think they have, you know, bigger constituents to, sure. you know, address like, one of the things like to keep in mind of polo i believe i saw somewhere that it's ranked like the number one place to work uh for lgbt oh yeah community sure. yeah oh so yep it's like it's... that that's a a big factor here is you know yep and obviously they could do what they want like you said there's consequences and i think like <laughs> it sucks obviously for jt lost a lot of money but He'll be fine. At the end of the day, like, you know, this is shit happens. And and when shit happens and there are repercussions, you typically learn more from it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yep. And it's a, it's a brand or a company that's much bigger outside of golf. Golf is just a piece of what they do. It's not like a Titleist or Footjoy or, you know, some of JT's other partners, like they could, I think, easily or you know just make a stand and get rid of jt i i was just i was i was stunned i think everyone was stunned and you know whether you applaud it or you're frustrated by it it's not cancel culture in my opinion at all but uh it was it was a friday night news dump shocker um another thing coming out of this though a tangent of after effect that concerns me is what this might do for sound on the course, which has become such a fun and integral part of these broadcasts. Um, I have to think it's a player run organization. I have to think they are agitating strongly for their tour, whoever that is, Monaghan, their, their advocates to advocate and agitate strongly with their media partners to maybe cut back on the microphone inventory, cut back on the delay. Like this is ridiculous. Social media picks up everything. And that would be really, really unfortunate if that's an effect because it's an entertainment product at the end of the day. Um, sound, visuals, this is all part of it. You want, you're on the stage and, you know, to think you can like even whitewash it and manicure it even more and people don't want to hear and see you in the throes of competition is ridiculous. Let's not like sanitize this even more because you know, Justin Thomas lost a sponsor, a high profile player got in a controversy and lost a sponsor. Maybe you just don't have that stuff on the tip of your tongue. So I would hate, hate to see this lead to some sort of crackback on, on how the, how the events are covered and broadcast. I don't understand. Cause like with the, when I watch other sports, there's a delay and they can bleep it out. Yeah. Yeah. Does golf just not have those resources? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like the sound goes blank in other sports all the time. Cause there's been a ton of F bombs, audible F bombs really since we came back at colonial, right? That's just been kind of a thing that we've come to accept and maybe you wouldn't hear all the time in the past because whatever, there are fans there to drown it out. Um, but maybe, maybe the, the, the bleep out guy got, got canned in the, in the tour job cuts and, I don't know, but that's a fear I have. Certainly, uh, not an essential, not an essential uh, staff tournament staff. 
Well, he might be now. So, anyways, that was the big news. Uh, now a couple of days old, but um, yeah, Polo. Uh, what do you think he shows up in next? I don't know. I might just keep wearing it. Got all that free stuff. Yeah. Full wardrobe. The thing too is it's kind of part of his look. You know? It really has been sort of one of those things that like Tiger and Nike type, you know, that's been really embedded in his you know, our brain. Under Armour could use a lead guy, I suppose. Maybe he goes there. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's got a friend that might be able to get him in the door. Uh all right. That's it. You got anything else you want to talk about for this Monday episode? I'm wondering where uh, where he might go. What he's going to show up in. So maybe BFB knows a guy. Hook him up with some really loud shirts. Maybe some B-Draddy. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That'd be good. That'd be good. All right. Uh, everyone enjoy your Mondays. Anything else? You good? Could I close this up? I need to go drown my I'm, sorrows. I'm good. My brown sorrows. I'm sorry. My my energy maybe not what it was. I'm I'm pretty down about the Browns. Uh, everyone enjoy your Mondays. We got the big American Express coming up. Champions Tour returning. LPGA. All sorts. We're getting the big full slate starting to come back here. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday to talk about that.